This edition of the Rochester Rundown is brought to you by Ultra Federal Credit Union, a member-owned financial institution with two convenient branches right here in Rochester. Ultra's proud to support local independent journalism on MedCityBeat. Today on the show, we're exploring the situation surrounding the Landing MN, which is currently operating a day center for people experiencing homelessness out of the former Silver Lake Fire Station. Their contract with the city started during the pandemic, but it's set to expire August 31st. Now, the Landing wants to stay in that space until at least April 2022, but it's unclear whether or not they'll get the go-ahead from the city council, who have said previously that they would not consider another lease extension. Now, there's two conversations going on at the same time. There's the short-term discussion on whether or not to extend the lease, and the broader topic of supporting people that experience homelessness. What are the ideal roles for the city, the county, and the nonprofit sector? And while there are many opinions out there on both questions, concrete answers are still hard to come by. We'll hear from people on all sides of this conversation, council members, county commissioners, landing leaders, and one person who says the landing simply saved him in just a second. Plus, reporter Haley Handelman takes us through the news of the week and a host of events to watch for with three major concerts coming up, one every night this weekend. I'm Isaac Janes. It's Friday, July 23rd, 2021. And let's get to the news. Eugene Washington has seen a lot in his life. Growing up on the south side of Chicago, he was in a gang for years. He had cancer, twice, and beat it. But for the past four years, he's been in Minnesota, living without a house. He's one of hundreds of people that needed a place to land in Rochester, and found it at the place aptly named The Landing. Did they want to give me somewhere to stay? The Landing will. They'll find everything in their power to do it. I know that, because I've been here. Showers are hot. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah. Eat all day. I don't know no place you eat all day unless you go to Minneapolis. Eugene's story isn't out of the ordinary for the people who use the landing services, says co-founder and president Dan Fifield. Over 550 different people have used the day center services since first opening in November, including hot showers, warm meals, haircuts, medical exams, and above all, it's just a place to feel safe. Knowing that, Fifield says, is what keeps he and his team going. This is, this is something that you just don't do for a paycheck. This is something you do because you have the love of these people, um, number one up front. It's too hard. It would be too hard to do it just for a job. But in just over a month's time on August 31st, if no agreement is struck between the landing and the city of Rochester, their contract will expire and the day center at the fire station will be no more. While Fifield says the plan has always been to use the fire station as a temporary day center while working to build one of their own, the funds are simply not there yet. So leaving Silver Lake would be nothing but a step backwards. I think it's going to be a really big detriment to um, everything that we have worked so hard to build all the way across the spectrum, um, because all we're doing is going back to pre-COVID. We're going back to 2019, and people are gonna be in the skyways, people are gonna be in the, in the parking garages, they're gonna be all over downtown, and it's gonna be what it was before. Since the Silver Lake site first got up and running, it's always been known that this conversation would have to happen at some point. The council agreed to give the landing access to the vacant station in October of 2020, but some members made clear the arrangement would not be permanent. In March, when the council extended their contract through August, some council members said it would be the last extension the landing would receive. 
Councilmember Sean Palmer was the only council member to vote against the original contract and the extension. He suggested that the location of the site wasn't ideal being right next to Silver Lake Park and floated the possibility of moving the day center over to the former Legends site in downtown. Another alternative would be to let the Salvation Army reassume its role as the main day center in Rochester, as it was pre-pandemic, which they have said they're capable of doing. But on a broader level, Palmer said, in his eyes, the agreement with the landing was never meant to go on this long. He said the landing has done, quote, God's work over the past year, but the city would be better served in a supporting role moving forward, while Olmstead County handles more direct outreach with the day centers as part of their housing initiatives. It would then give the city more time and more resources to focus on initiatives that Palmer sees as more up their alley. For me, as a city council member, I have certain responsibilities. Public public safety is one of them. Public works is one of them. Parks and recreation is one of them. I think we should be spending money on 11 to 17-year-olds with activities for them to do. And, and we're spending staff time, we're spending dollars on an item that the county should be handling. But the crux of this problem has been that the county doesn't agree with Palmer's assessment, especially after a meeting between both city and county officials held Thursday morning. Stephanie Podolke, one of seven commissioners on the Olmstead County Board, says the two entities came to a better understanding yesterday. The county's focus, she says, will be on getting people experiencing homelessness into their own space through rental assistance, transitional housing, and the Community Warming Center. That's an overnight facility that started in March of 2020 and will run at least through the end of this year. So by creating the tools to make homelessness a short, one-time experience, she says, the hope is to whittle down the amount of people that have to use those daytime services while giving them a boost back into the community. When they have that space that's theirs, they begin to get their life on track as well. And that's our hope, of course, is to get everybody, make every make people whole and get yeah. them um, back back part of the community that they want to be in. With the county's focus on housing, Podolke says it's up to the city to support the services for people that are actively experiencing homelessness, whether that's through financial support to the nonprofit sector or funding a day center of their own. And that, that part is the city's part. We, we don't feel that that's our, our, our purview. Even before Thursday's city-county meeting where the long-term discussion was at play, discussion on the future of the city's short-term partnership with the landing got underway earlier this week. At the beginning of Monday's city council meeting, the council heard the landing's request for an eight-month extension of the lease. The council then ended up directing city staff to research what options would be best, which could run the gamut from extending the lease to shutting the station down entirely. We'll hear some of those recommendations at the council's next meeting on August 2nd. Now, Council President Brooke Carlson says there's no consensus yet between members on how best to move forward past the knowledge that the city has to play some sort of role in helping people experiencing homelessness, meaning a decision that comes out of this August 2nd meeting will likely be meant for the short term, as the seven-member body works to get on the same page moving forward. We know we want to be at the table, at least, for these broader collective community conversations, but we don't yet know what sort of resources would be behind uh, whatever role we would determine down the road. But all of these discussions, the back and forth between the city and county, are no solace for Fifield, who now has roughly 45 days before the current contract expires. He's asking the city to cover utilities and let the landing stay in the station rent-free, while his organization covers the remainder of the operating costs until April. By then, the hope is to have made substantial progress towards building a new, permanent day center. 
The current situation is kind of frustrating for him, he says, because there's some support in words, but no concrete action from either side. While the city and county discuss whose purview it is to support the landing, all the landing needs is a building, and they say they'll take care of the rest. We want to take responsibility, and we're having to fight for it. It's like, what? You know, we, we'll take, I've got plans, we'll, we'll take it over. Help us get the funding, and, and we'll do it. Now, as Palmer noted, the Landing is not the only organization in Rochester dedicated to this cause, especially during and through COVID. The Salvation Army has served as a de facto day center for years, plus the Dorothy Day House's services and the work from various faith communities. That's all in addition to the county's overnight warming center and the Landing. Both of those have popped up in the past two years. So is there a need for multiple day centers in Rochester? The answer to that question might be up in the air, but I can tell you the landing has stayed busy throughout this entire year, no matter the temperature outside. In the case of Eugene Washington, he found a place that he trusts and hundreds of other people have. Washington says he got medication from the landing and, of course, the haircut and the hot meals and all the other services that they offer. So if the station closes, the day center is shuttered, and those services are relegated to the landing's mobile outreach unit, Washington says lots more people will be starting from square one than we may realize. There's too many of us that's homeless. There's a lot of elderly people here. You know, i got family members in my family that's been in the war and stuff like that. What happened today? Meadows. They're homeless. And without these guys here at the landing, right here at Civil Lake, old fire station, yeah. I don't know where they'll be either. Now I'm very excited to welcome reporting intern Haley Handelman onto the podcast for the first time. She'll handle the news recaps and events segment for today, so stick around. But first, a word from Ultra Federal Credit Union. The Med City Beats Rochester Rundown is sponsored by Ultra Federal Credit Union. Whether you are in the market for a home mortgage, car loan, or are simply looking for a trusted brand to manage your money, Ultra is here to help. Unlike large, privately owned banks, Ultra is a credit union owned by its members, allowing it to reinvest profits in its stakeholders, employees, and the communities in which it operates. Among its key priorities, promoting financial literacy to local youth through the Ultra Foundation. To learn more about how Ultra can help you live your best life, visit ultra.org. The Rochester City Council voted Monday to approve a purchase agreement with Powers Ventures for the former Dooley's pub site, despite dissent from some members who raised concerns over the process of the deal. The $1.4 million deal, which had the support of the city staff, followed a request for proposals by the city that attracted little to no interest. The Powers plans call for a family-friendly restaurant in the style of Chester's Kitchen and Bar. Clergy across the religious spectrum are speaking out against the hostile actions by some protesters at last week's Rochester School Board meeting. In a letter published this week, more than two dozen faith leaders said they stand opposed to the quote, fear and aggression expressed by a portion of the public during the board's open comment period. During last Tuesday's meeting, demonstrators disrupted proceedings with outbursts about the district's stances on Black Lives Matter and masking, while also protesting critical race theory, despite the fact that the concept is not included in the district's educational curriculum. After more than two decades on the job, Rochester Public Library Director Audrey Betcher says she plans to retire early next year. Betcher made the announcement Wednesday, noting that the pandemic had given her a fresh perspective on her plans for the future. She first joined the library staff in 1996 as assistant director and assumed head of the organization a few years later. 
All these stories and more, including an extended interview with new RPS Superintendent Kent Peckle about the recent school board meeting incident, plans for community outreach, and student equity are online now at medcitybeat.com. Now, here are some events we're excited for this weekend. Smash Mouth, a popular rock band known for hits Walking on the Sun and All Star. Any Shrek fans? Is taking the stage Sunday night for the third installment of this summer's Down by the Riverside concert series, with Push and Turn serving as the local support. Music starts at 7, and as always, admission is free. If you want to make it a whole weekend of music, head down to the Olmsted County Fairgrounds on Friday and Saturday nights for two of the biggest non-Riverside shows of the summer. Hip-hop artist Prof plays at the fairgrounds Friday night, and the internet-famous sleeper Mark Rebelay takes the stage Saturday night with support from Yam House and others. Both shows are $35 to get in. Before Saturday's concert, head to the Rochester Art Center from noon to 3 for the Iraqi American Cultural Celebration, featuring traditional Iraqi food, music, calligraphy, and more. Admission is free, and the event is part of the Home of Memories art exhibit that runs through August 29th. And that's where we're going to leave things this week. We thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, the best way to support us is to become a member. Be a part of quality local journalism at medcitybeat.com slash membership. I'm Isaac James with MedCityBeats. Have a great weekend, everyone. I'll be talking with you again soon.